Hello and welcome to A Voice of Hope with Troy Peverall. This show is designed to offer hope for you and your family as you navigate through the struggles of life. We believe that this hope that comes from Jesus can lead you to live a life of victory in Him. I'm Chris Sasser, and today I get to lead us through a conversation about hope. We are glad you're here. So welcome to Voice of Hope. We are glad you're here with us this morning if you're listening in. We are uh, going to be talking about a topic today that's just so applicable to everyone listening uh, and to Chris and I, and it has been uh, one of those days, and I'm finding more and more as Chris and I meet together to uh, to talk, we're, we're like, how was your day? And I'm so aware that, man, this was a crazy day. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting ready to meet with Chris or if it's just this is every day. But you can't blame that that's, on me. I know it. <laughs> but we are definitely... Um, Glad to be talking about this topic because I don't know that there's a day that goes by where this topic isn't in some way uh, relevant to to all of us. And um, so today we're going to be talking about navigating through the noise of our lives and how to do that and the uh, implications, ramifications that come from just this uh, noisy world and what can happen to us? So Chris, tell us a little bit about why this is close to you. Yeah, this is something that's been close to me for a couple of years now, especially as I have the opportunity to encourage uh, parents and families in the midst of being a family ministry pastor. And so um, I, I just see so often teenagers especially, but it starts at an earlier age, just get so busy to, to, to kind of, they're involved in sports and school and church and extracurricular and and there's just so much going on in the calendar of a of a kid's life yeah. so therefore in the calendar of a parent's life right that's right uh, I mean even you know this morning my wife was a little bit overwhelmed with you know having to get our daughter to basketball and to call about this appointment and then to get her over there and to then figure this out I mean it's just so much you know calendar noise. But then we also live in this added world of the technological noise that comes at all of us everywhere. So I just see kids sort of getting overwhelmed by it. I hear parents all the time talking about being overwhelmed by it. And I just think that we got to think about how we navigate all this noise of life. Yes. And it's definitely, and I know we've talked about this before, it's it's so different now, I think, for us, even as, I mean, we're, we have kids that now are parents that are raising their kids. And so obviously my wife and I were, were full of any potential moment of having a lot of noise. And we just got off another weekend where another one of our children and their two grandbaby boys who are crazy uh, came to visit. And it was fantastic. But when they leave the home, we're looking at each other going, what's missing? Yeah. And it's and in a sense, it's like the noise. Yes. Um, and yet you love you love the noise, but then there's also this place where you're very aware of like, oh wow, like this is good right here. Yeah. And it does sometimes it doesn't last long. That's right. Yeah. We <laughs> move kind of quickly. Yeah. Yeah. One of the places that this kind of first hit my radar recently was I, I stumbled upon a video that I had seen almost 10 years ago. Um, it's called This Generation, and it's made by an organization called Student Life. You can probably find it on YouTube if you want to watch it. But it's about a 10-minute video that kind of uh, interviews high school students. And basically, they say, this is our life. And they kind of show you know, guys playing basketball and then going from basketball to their homework and these girls in school. And they show the social media and the church just this fast-paced 
just nonstop life and lots of stats about who these kind of kids are. And this was in 2010. Right. And I showed this video to my kids who were both teenagers about a year or so ago. And I said, hey, is, is this like, does this represent your life? Yeah. Is this a good representation? And they, 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 the video was a little dated, so yeah. they kind of understood that. But they said, yeah, for the most part, this is our life. Yeah. And, you know, it's just busyness. It's constant movement. Um, and when you think about technology, our kids are just digital natives. Yeah. You know, you and I are digital immigrants. Yes, that's right. A lot right. of adults are. But, you know, the kids that, you know, we have nowadays, even, you know, late teenagers, they've never known the world without the Internet. Yeah. That's... They've never kind of lived without a phone in their hand. Um, and it's not, you know, just, just teenagers dealing with this. I mean, you give a three-year-old an iPad and they can pick it up pretty quickly. Wow. And a lot of parents do that. Yeah. And so, um, it's just, it's really kind of crazy to watch this world that they're in. And then you think about us as adults. Yeah. That's our world too. We're in, you know, I was actually thinking about just how we are to be in the world. And yet there's also this like side note to that, but not of the world. It's like the challenge for that, I think, just through my lifetime has has grown to be different different issues that make it tougher. But this but now we're in this time where this is somewhat it's not new, but it's a lot newer to to uh to me and to even our kids of just the pace of where technology takes them and can take us all. Yeah, and it's not going away. Yeah. If anything, it's going to get get faster and busier yeah. as time goes on. Yep. Um, and, and what I know is the, the noise, and, and of course, again, we're talking about not just the actual audible noise, just all the stuff that comes at us, is, is this noise has a, has a big impact. Mm. It has an impact on us. It has an impact on our kids. I mean, a lot of you, I'm sure, have heard stats about anxiety and depression and how it's going up in teenagers. And um, if you use technology and you search you know, for articles, there, there are a growing number of researchers who are correlating kind of the advent of the smartphone mm-hmm. with the rise of loneliness, anxiety, and depressions. Wow, so that's good. I was just, uh, just thinking today, um, you know, when it comes to trying to personalize this, okay, to ask this question, you know, how does, this, how does the noise in life affect me, you know, for, for me to kind of stand back and really navigate, you know, for myself, like, how does this affect me? I've got to ask that question. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet knowing like at the same time, no matter what it is, I, as, as in some, I think of your writing, we'll, we'll talk about is you can't just distance yourself into these remote places of the earth where there's no noise. Yeah. You know, we have to stay in there in the midst of it. Um, but how do you, how do you think personally, um, either for yourself or just how it's affecting individuals' lives, just the noise of life? I think kind of one thing to, to reflect on what you were just saying about how you can't kind of go get away from it. I mean, I do even remember when I was a teenager, I, I probably did feel like I could get away away from it. Now, that was a pretty long time ago. But I think one of the big differences is, is the noise comes and finds us. Yeah. nowadays, right? Like if yeah. we're going to be what you were talking about, if we are going to live in the world and have to just sort of survive in our jobs or in our families or kind of everything that's going on, the noise will find us. And so, you know, one of the things is just to figure out how to not let the noise consume you. Yeah. It can find you, but don't let it consume you. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because I use the word survive. And I think a lot of times, you know, um, and I think it might've even been the pastor here at uh, Port City years ago talking about um, just g- the grind of life and how you're trying to grind your way through life. And I'm, 
I'm like, okay, so we're going to navigate this noise, but we're also going to, uh, you know, is does it at that point just become a, a a place of surviving? And I'm like, but wait a minute, that we can't just do that yeah, either. That's right, because we as the the body of Christ are to to do more than just tolerate and grind through. Yeah, I want to have that abundant life, right? I know. It's like, well, how in the world do you have this abundant life yeah. in this this craziness of the noise that we hear around us? Yeah, and most of what I kind of see and hear from teenagers and parents is is kind of that, the idea of the abundant life is mm. so far away. Yeah. Because of the grind. Yeah. Yeah, and because the sort of the the pressure and the 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 fear of what happens if I don't engage in the grind yeah. And I just kind of kind of be left behind. Wow. If I'm honest, wow. I feel that way sometimes, right? That's really good. You know, and as we're sitting here, if let me I want to take just a moment to uh, just address those that are listening and and actually as you listen today, I, I, I we want you to pick up something for yourself where you're given hope. And so, let me just pray for all of us listening for a second. God, I just come to you right now as the that those that are listening would just really ask this question. God, if your voice is quiet, can I hear it? And Father, we, we are told that your voice is quiet. So I ask that you give us the ability to, to navigate just in this moment, uh, for this time what we have. Where is it in my own life that um, it's just so much noise, I'm missing hearing that voice. And so I ask that you do this today. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. So thinking of that just for a second, Chris, um, if you could just maybe m- mention a couple things around um, people's lives and how that noise, um, just a few things that are affecting them, not just kids and, and children, but but adults, perhaps parents, like the noise of this life or their lives, what do you think this may be causing in their life? The word that I hear most often is, is the word overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm just overwhelmed. And so there is um, a sense that everything that's coming at me is more than I can handle. And I don't know that that's always true, yeah. um, but, but I think it is certainly the perception that people have is mm-hmm. I only have so much of a capacity to be able to live my life or, or even mm-hmm. think about things, but too much is coming at me. I've got too much to do, too many things on the calendar, too much to think about, too much to read, too much to yeah. to, to tweet or to Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so the word is overwhelmed. And so I think what it's doing is it's making us overwhelmed. And with some people, mm-hmm. I think that can drive them to try to, you know, to win the day, if you will, right. and to try to conquer all of that. I think for most people, it is driving people to kind of this anxiety that yeah. does lead to depression that I'm sure you talk to people about right. all the time. And so for me, um, I, I hear it all the time, especially from young adults mm-hmm. who are kind of coming out of their their childhood, if you will, and they're heading into their adult years. And there's just, you know, and, and we've talked about kind of this concept of baggage. There's so much baggage that they carry and a lot of it comes from um, the noise that has been uh, in their life for years that they've never taken the time to process. I'll say That's this good. another way. So our, our pastor, Mike, that you referenced, mm-hmm. um, we talk a lot around here at our church about um, encounter, formation, and expression. Right. It's kind of this, this formula, if you will. We encounter something in life. Mm. <clears throat> there's a time where that encounter forms us, mm-hmm. and then eventually there is an expression of that. What's happened, it feels like, in the world is the the time between encounter mm-hmm. and expression mm-hmm. has shortened. Right, it's right. Yeah. Right? There, there's like there's not a time for things that happen to me, things that I see, 
for me to really think about them and right. process them and for those to form me yeah. before I, I feel compelled to express something. Yeah. And, and, and social media is the perfect picture of that, mm. right? I hear Troy say something, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe I see something on Facebook that's controversial. I'm going to respond instantly. Right. I didn't, have, I didn't think about it. Yeah. I didn't have time to process, like, do I believe what Troy said? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, does, it make, does any part of what Troy said make sense? Obviously, we've seen this in the political world over the last number of years. But, yeah. but there's, just, there's no formation that happens in people. It's just encounter and expression. Wow, and encounter that's so good. And that's expression. so good. I, there's this topic I could go all over the yeah. place. <laughs> Which because, is, let's do it. Yeah, so part of me is listening to this going, okay, I ran across something this week. Uh, that really made me think through. It's like, you know, there are many things that we do in this life and that that God is uh, bringing about in our life and making us into his image more and more as we move towards our home, uh, which is not here. And and it's like, but there's this one thing. It's like, what is the greatest commandment? And so we're told that in, you know, in the dynamics of loving God first and then loving others as we love ourselves. This word love, love, love. And I'm going, what, what, like all of this technology and our tendency to go to it, our tendency to read, our tendency to navigate the noise in all the various ways that we become addicted to, um, I think it's like this thought hits me is that all of this, it moves the, moves the love factor out of my oh, life. Oh, yeah, completely. I agree. Like, so I'm no longer driven and trying to strive in, in a good way to to love to know how to love, I'm I'm tending to the latest information, That's right. yeah. or the latest thing I've got to do. That's right. I'm responding to the noise yeah. instead of navigating the noise. Yes, absolutely. So it's like we're out of we're out of control. That's right. Or unless we we get back in control in some way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and control being used in, a, in the way that it, we should. It, that's correct. Yeah, we're going to take a break for a moment and. Uh, be right back with you to, to continue a conversation about navigating the noise in our lives. Don't you just love the word renew? It offers a chance to take a look back while holding new possibilities in hand. It's a word that offers healing, but without the bonds of despair, and it seems to point us in a new direction while giving promise to move forward. This is Kim Peverall with a voice of hope. This ministry has been created to bring encouragement in a relevant, easy conversation. Through insights offered from Troy, Chris, and their guest, it's our desire that you'll become a voice of hope in your walks through life and into your community. Let's change the narrative of the last year and make a plan to choose positive perspective and embrace hope. Practice peace and fight your tendency to become anxious. Instead, pray. Pay attention to new ways to encourage others. Simple steps like these will affect change in your own life and spill over into your community. We invite you to find more resources for hopeful living at agape-counseling.org and equipandencourage.com. Hey, thanks for listening. We are honored to share this journey together. So welcome back to Voice of Hope. And uh, again, we are talking today about navigating the noise of our lives and uh, just how to acquire a place of health uh, back into our lives as we uh, we can't leave this world. We have to be in it, but we also are not to be of it in the sense of being tamed by it. Uh, and so, Chris, I was just... Uh, 
thinking about a, a verse that we were looking at a little while ago about you know planting seeds. So take a moment and just talk a little bit about the seeds um, in the parable and kind of the analogy here as to the importance of these seeds that that happen in our lives. Yeah, uh, so in Matthew chapter 13, this is a, a familiar passage, I'm sure, to many. Uh, I'm just going to read kind of the first, uh, I guess, nine verses and take a moment, and then we'll read verses uh, beyond that. Uh, it says this, The same day uh, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat, and he sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. And then he told them many things in parables, saying... A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell along rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears... Let him hear. And so the, the the verse to really focus on here in the midst of this conversation is verse, well, two of them, verse 7 and 8. Uh, verse 7, the seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Yeah, so interesting. I mean, I, that's the noise, right? Yeah. I was like, this whole picture here is like, okay, there's there's a purpose. Seed was was sown to produce something good. And so like, this is this is life for us in all the ways that this can happen, but yet, yet all of these other things are happening at the same time. Yep. That is the noise from the intention of those seeds, yes, which is to yield so much from those seeds. Absolutely. I mean, what what we want when we plant seeds is to yield a crop. I'm actually, you know, fairly crazy when it comes to summer gardening. So I've okay. got. I, I'm almost embarrassed to say, I think I have over 70 oh, tomato wow. plants going right now. That's great. All that started from seed, and I've got cucumbers and all that. And my, my, mm. my hope is when I plant this seed and it gets nurtured, I'm, I'm picking out weeds all the time. I don't want thorns to choke it out. I want the plant to grow, which is, of wow. course, what Jesus kind of describes in mm. kind of the second part of the parable and, and really just kind of focusing on the seed that we're talking about here. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life yeah. and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. Wow, so that's good. I, I hear the worries of life yeah. uh, as all the noise. Wow. And then you specifically, you also mentioned, uh, I guess, the pursuit of wealth. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's right. Which which can certainly drive us in, in different ways. But verse 23 says, the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. That's the goal, I think, for us mm. as individuals. It's a goal for us as leaders. It's a goal for us as parents is to to be and to cultivate that good soil. And I think one of the only ways that we can do that is to be healthy in the ways that we navigate noise. That's good. So th- specifically, hearing the Word, say more a little bit about that to the listener as to, you know, what are the ways in which, what is the Word and what are the ways in which we're really putting ourselves or can put ourselves around what that is. Yeah, well, I certainly take that as to mean the Word of God, right? And to, to be able to to hear not just necessarily uh, um, exclusively from Scripture, but uh, that's a big picture of it, but just to hear from God in life. And you can do that through prayer. Oh, that's good. I'm glad, glad you clarified that because yeah. I'm not sure when we hear the Word of God, yes. I don't know that everyone always associates that with the Bible, the Scriptures. Yes. Like, 
I think we might associate it with or either ask the question, what is the Word of yeah. God? Yeah, well, I think of, you know, um, you know, when Jesus says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we commonly in the church world do call the Bible the Word of God. Right. But I do think that, you know, I hear the Word of God from you. Right. I hear the word of God from my wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are all kinds of different ways that God speaks yeah. to us. And so certainly scripture is a big piece of that and should be. Wow. Um, but we also can hear the word of God from other people. You know, us. this is so good. And the word of God, like the such an important thing. I know this is close to your heart as well. Um, that from, if, if at all possible, you know, the question, is it ever too late? And I think, you know, to say, yeah, it's too late would be totally not a voice of hope. <laughs> so a voice <laughs> right. of hope is, is truth. And, oh, yeah. and we, there, it's never too late to usher in the Word of God into our lives, and so, or the Bible, or the Scriptures, and memorizing it even if you get to that place. But when I look back, I go, we're talking about a topic right now. I had not even thought about this. But when I was a kid, the pastor that I grew up under in my dad's church was Dr. Charles Fuller in Roanoke, Virginia. And he said something, and I remember this, so helpful, that the Word of God is to remember two things. The Word of God is the written Word and the living Word. And you referenced a minute ago the living Word in the fellowship of believers because the Holy Spirit lives in us. And so when I think about this, I'm like, okay... I've got to. I've got to ask myself the word of God. I have to know it, like, and I don't know it just simply because I read it. I know it in that I would study it. And I, again, this was a God thing, and I'm so grateful. Back when I was 13 years old, I had this desire to learn scriptures, and I started memorizing verses. And no one told me to do this, and I wrote them on index cards. And to this day, I still recall those verses as a kid, you know. And I look and I go, I so use these verses in moments, and I'm so grateful because they have a power that is not from me. And then yet I also look and go, but there's this living word that lives in me to experience uh, life, and the two are never opposed to each other. Mm -hmm. That's why it's such a good check and balance of, Mm -hmm. is this of God, is that it it resonates with the, the written word, yet it's not dependent upon religion it's dependent upon, okay, the living word also that's inside of me who is God. Yeah, that's really good. And I think yeah. one of the dangers is um, when we get swept up just into kind of the 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 wave of life, Yeah, it's easy to put that stuff on the back burner. Oh, yeah. It's easy. And, and you know, being totally honest and transparent, I'm not great at this point in life at reading and, yeah. and memorizing Scripture. I just, yeah. you know, I've, I've done it over the years, and yeah. sometimes you get complacent. Um, I do feel like I'm, I'm good at kind of understanding the living word of hearing from God, yeah. from people around me, from worship, from all kinds of different things. But but it's so easy for me to get kind of swept up in the noise yeah. of life and have to kind of do what I need to do for my job and my family and yeah. um, and all of those things that I kind of just sort of forget yeah. how to navigate the noise well. It's so good because even in the midst of many quiet times that, that I've had, what you're saying is like if... I will I'll have a check in my spirit when I when I pull up, open up the Bible and I'm trying to read and you know go into the written word and I'm just like I can't get into it I'm I'm sleepy I'm bored I'm it's just not connecting and often I'll hear the living word say to me close close it mm. and talk to me and I'm like in that moment I'm so convinced that you know obviously in God's wisdom it's like 
okay, before the written word was ever written for us, he existed and he wants to fellowship with us. And so it's not solely, I know this word, it's the two go together. Not, and the good thing is, is the Lord teaches us, hey, test the spirit. So we're not left out there just hearing something that is not necessarily of God yeah. and therefore acting upon yeah. it. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think has been important for me in, in this conversation and even more conversations about family and uh, our kids and even even kind of myself is, is, for me, the goal of a lot of these conversations is to help all of us be healthy yeah. emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. That's good. And I, I think oftentimes all of this noise that comes at us gets in the way of us being healthy emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. And it's because things, again, we get overwhelmed and we can't deal with the relationships that we have. We can't deal with kind of what's going on um, emotionally inside of us because of you know the quote-unquote issues that we have. Mm-hmm. And we, we just sort of shrink back sometime in our spiritual life because we're so overwhelmed and we can't handle the noise. So for me, it's just super important for us to be able to talk about being healthy in all those three areas. That's really, really good. Those three areas are really good. So we are glad all of you uh, joined us today and look forward to to hearing uh, Chris and um, next week as we get back together and begin to navigate even more through the noise and learn some practical ways for for this to uh, take place. So thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week.